When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a fourth-hand production. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. 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 Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another installment of Hysteria 51. Up All Night. Welcome, in everybody, to a very special edition of Up All Night on our main feed, not just on Patreon. I'm, I'm keeping you guessing. I'm switching up because we've got two... Very, very special guests in studio right now. Well, I guess that's, I'm already lying to my listeners because one of you is in studio and one is <laughs> through the power of the inner tubes and webs and all that stuff. But you've heard him on the show, our first one in studio many, many times. It's Dr. David Flora, right? That's right. Yeah. Honorary doctorate. Honorary. He got all the ones that Cosby had to get rid of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And and I'm an emeritus in there somewhere. So yeah, that's right. Don't forget that. Uh, tell everyone your show. You you've been on here so many times, but you are the host of Blurry Photos. That's right, Blurry Photos. I explore the unexplained and explain the unexplored. Been doing that since 2012. Um, yeah, lots of lots of fun stuff that we're up to now nowadays. Branching out, as it were. The former best podcast in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I've been usurped <laughs> by that one no one knows about. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, that's how it works. And we also have on the line coming through on Skype, the monsters among us man himself, Mr. Derek Hayes. What's going on, sir? How's it going, Brent? Thank you so much for having me on here. It is going, man. I'm excited. And we're having you guys on. Well, first off, monsters among us. Jesus, man, you guys, you guys are coming <laughs> up with your brain, own monsters. Derek. Yeah, you guys, I'm you guys, so sorry about all that. I, I apologize profusely. You, you've got mirrored men and T-shirts and hats, and I've got my you know Derek Hayes tattoo on the back of of my. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you where, but yeah, man, tell everyone about your show. Well, yeah, Monsters Among Us, if you haven't heard of it, is a call-in show about monsters. Essentially, I play I don't know eight to ten messages uh, an episode of people's firsthand experiences. Um, UFOs, Bigfoot, ghosts, weird shit, you name it. Uh, you know, we talk about it. So that's, that's kind of what we're running over there. We've all, well, we know each other from the shows, you know, we've done. And we've also, uh, last year, it seems weird to say 2019 is last year, but last year, yeah. we all went out to LA and we spoke together at AlienCon. 
and yeah, had uh, a hell of a time. Had a blast, and I thought it was a fantastic panel, and I was really excited because we were going to be able to share that with everyone. And they lost the audio. Yep. <laughs> if they even recorded it at all. <laughs> Which is true. And I went to the back because I had my hand recorded. I'm like, mm-hmm. can I plug in and, and record this? Nope, we've got it. And we don't want to do that because we don't want to mess up our recording. Oof. You know that. <laughs> so that's. They that's, sure know what they're doing, though. Yeah, it's, it's gone to the ether. It's lost to the ages. But outside of that, you guys are working on something really, really fantastic. You're doing something that it's actually, I, I think, a dream for a lot of people. You're doing something out of your wheelhouse and you're going to be producing a documentary and you actually went to the anza borrego state park it's the middle of nowhere california in a desert doing your your documentary called shadows in the desert high strangeness in the borrego triangle you had me a triangle i'm just gonna let you know (laughs) right you know it's one of my favorite shapes It was the first one I did as a kid before, you know, when you had to shove the things into the box. Yeah. Tr- so it's a I, very I sturdy shape. It's not yeah. going to fall over. Yeah. yeah. They'll last for thousands of years. <laughs> I don't know that or not. They might be water pumps. They might be grain silos, but they're going to last. They're, they're there. First, before we get into this, how did you guys, and I think AlienCon kind of filtered into that, right? Like, how did you guys come together to realize you wanted to do a documentary together? Well, Derek uh, had the idea a while back, I think. You, you've been um, kind of tossing that around your noodle uh, for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Brent, please don't uh, clip that and save it. Can I toss your noodle? <laughs> but we, we talked about it a little bit. Uh, Derek actually sent me a suggestion for my la- last year's Miss Cryptid contest mm-hmm. where I um, go over like nine different cryptids over the course of a month um, in detail. And then people vote on who they want to win out of that uh, just for a fun little contest. And one of them was the Borrego Sandman. Mm -hmm. And Derek said, you need to check this out, look into it, see what you think about it. Now, little did I know uh, it wasn't just for the miscrypted contest. That was (laughs) for um, Derek testing the waters to see if, if there was much to this legend that's out there. (laughs) You know, I really need to do uh, (laughs) research on this. Who's a sucker? (laughs) Hey, David, I got an idea <laughs> for your show. <laughs> well, up until now, I didn't know he realized I did that, so uh, I'm a little embarrassed, but ah, whatever. It worked. Here we are. <laughs> so I, that's a new one on me. I haven't heard. I mean, of course, because there are there's new cryptids every other day. It seems mm-hmm. like, but the ones that stick are awesome. I've never heard of of yeah. the Sandman. The Sandman is basically if you just take a uh, Sasquatch, put him in the desert. There mm-hmm. you go. Yeah, so the Sandsquatch. Sandsquatch, sure. Wow, you know, so. If you want to be racist. And but. you guys have been working on this. You you came together, you did this. So, so Derek, you, you said that you've had this idea for a while. What kind of drove you out to this desert area and the, the Borrego Triangle? Well, anyone that lives in, in California, especially Southern California, I can't speak for Northern, but there's so much stuff to do out here. There's so many places to explore, camp, uh, hike, that kind of thing. And we take full advantage of that. Which and one of the places we always hit up. The California motto is, it's California. Meh. So that's awesome to hear that that's not true. <laughs> yeah, everybody's always underwhelmed when they come out here. I don't get it. <laughs> but one of these places we always frequented was Anza Borrego State Park, which is the biggest state park in the state of California. Now, this place is like half a million acres, so it's huge. Oh, wow. It, you know, it's almost the size of Rhode Island itself. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I've, I've been going there for a couple of years. We do some camping and hiking and stuff. And I start hearing all these legends about the place. There's so many ghosts, UFOs, uh, weird cryptids, the, the Borrego Sandman that, that David spoke about. 
So, you know, I started researching this stuff and I wanted to buy books on it. I want to watch DVDs on it and none of this stuff existed. So I got this crazy idea in my head. Why not me? Why not us? So I kind of, you know, roped David in on this. And the next thing you know, we're in Anzabrego shooting the trailer. So uh, it kind of all happened quickly, but we're, we're pretty excited about the way things are moving. That's awesome. It, it's interesting as I was not familiar with this and looking into what it is it's got like you said there's there's ghost sightings and aliens and cryptids it reminds me and now it's not and i don't want to pigeonhole it into this but it reminds me kind of like a skinwalker place like like a thin place where like all these things are happening this one though seems like it, maybe it's not as tapped into that's as true. others yeah that's kind of why we want to hit it and and you got it right on uh brent that was kind of one of the things we kept noticing it's an area where it's not just one thing it's not just people seeing ufos it's not just people experiencing paranormal activity or anything it's everything and it all seems to be concentrated in this one state park area just and it, it is huge it, it right, literally right. takes like an hour to drive you know anywhere from one point to another there <laughs> yeah uh, as 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 we can attest to but um yeah, it, it's so rife with so many things. We looked up the Borrego Sandman, which led to legends of like Old West ghost tales. And that led to um, things where people have seen stuff just driving down the highway down there. Isn't so. that interesting how you go there? You're like, let's look into this. And then that leads to another thing. Mm -hmm. And then that leads to another. And you're like, oh, my God, this place is crazy. Yeah. So we're talking in a documentary. What is your, uh, without giving away too much, the focus? Are you focused on just the area or specific creatures and events? Or what's the thought process? Are you just shining a light on how crazy this Borrego Triangle is? Well, I'm thinking that, I'll be honest, and, and David might, might disagree with me, but we're not really sure how we're going to tackle this yet because there's so much stuff going on. So it's going to be, you know, several trips, us going out there and filming for a week at a time. And just getting boots on the ground, talking to people and, and kind of exploring what all this stuff is and making sense of everything. And then once we kind of gather all that data and all that information, we can kind of suss out what exactly is going on here. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to do that or not, but we're certainly going to try. Yeah, it's going to be kind of a learning experience where the audience comes along with us right. to figure out what's going on, if there's anything, if it's an area of, you know, where the veil is thinner. Well, that is fun. I, I, I like that because you go in with the expectations of just learning the area mm -hmm. and seeing where it leads you. That sometimes is better than going in and having this strict plan and then finding out that it's not working. And then it's obvious that you're deviating off of it or it's not working out. Or having to create stuff. That's Right, no right. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. It sounded like a fart. It's so funny. I think it said, kill David. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Let's hope. <laughs> Could it be? <laughs> it, it, it's funny you say that, though. And, and going into it, Derek and I were both like, man, we don't want to do like the ghost hunters thing. Or we don't want to do where it's like, oh, what is that? Uh, you guys? Uh, and then Unless like, it's real. And you're like, oh, what is that? <laughs> but then we get to this one spot. And it's in the trailer for the, the Kickstarter, which we should mention soon. But. It's in this one section of that you actually hear it. We were standing out at this old uh, abandoned well uh, that's said to be haunted, and we're just kind of talking, kind of checking it out. And then, you know, there's like twigs snapping and stuff, yeah. you know, uh, past the bushes, up the hill a little bit. And so, yeah, we are literally like, 
did you hear that? <laughs> like, right. there's something over there. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, who knows what it is, Probably, but it's one of those things. Yeah. You're on high alert when you're in those areas, yeah. you know. Well, look up here. Oh, shit. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, it's an extremely dangerous area, too. Not only yeah. the, the conditions, the heat itself, but, you know, there are mountain lions. There are some bears there. There are coyotes. In fact, uh, the, the time David was talking about, maybe – 30 seconds later, we heard the, the entire valley filled oh, yeah. with coyotes. So that was awesome. uh, the sounds of coyotes. That's in your, in your trailer, too. There's one part where they're, they're howling. And I was like, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Some, some of that, um, some of that it, they were so far off, it didn't get picked up. And I, I tried to call to them. <laughs> I said, come to me, desert friends. Uh, <laughs> so part of that's probably me. But, like, it is very cool. They, they were just, it was, like, over on this ridge, over on that ridge, like, behind us on the ridge. So... Are they hurting us somewhere? Right. (laughs) (laughs) The well opens up and we fall into their cavern of horror. So what's your big, what's the, the, if you could have this go the perfect way, what do you hope to, to gleam or gain from this, uh, as the output of it? You know, I don't mean gain isn't like, whoa, this and that, you know, like what would be the perfect experience? Well, we're going to come out of there with the Sandman strapped to the hood of my truck. That's right. Just I mean, straight up go to a 7-Eleven. Yep, bag this baby this morning. Yeah. Y'all got Funyuns? <laughs> we got a long trip ahead of us. Five bucks, you can take a picture. Six yeah. bucks, I'll be in it. I'm going to I'm gonna get his feet mounted. Yeah. Put them on my wall. Well, you already got a lamp out of one of the feet. I do have, have a lamp. Yeah. Yeah, I, that is just so crazy. That well, like, yeah, we we want to see if there is anything to this. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like Brent, yeah. you know, uh, I I have a very um, let's call it inquisitive mind, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I I like to see like you know what's real, what's not, mm-hmm. and and call it if if it's not. Um, well, I think the one thing that sets all three of our shows apart from others is we don't mind saying that's not real. True. Yeah. yeah. And so many will not do that or just go, it's for you to decide, which is fine. And that's a fine thing. But a lot of times I'll, I'll say, no, that is absolutely, it's, it's debunkable, you know, yeah. to the extreme. Yeah. It sounds yeah. delicious too. But like, um, yeah, I, and, and I don't want to go into this and I think Derek agrees with me. I don't want to go into it seeking to debunk anything or right. say, no, that's all bullshit. You guys are stupid. I want to see if there is. Well, that's what you so go there many. to experience. Exactly. Yeah. I want to experience it and I want to say, well, these are our experiences. Uh, this is what the story says. This is how it compares to us. This is what, you know, maybe, maybe there's a few experts we talk to and, and then, um, you, you know, maybe we do do the, uh, you decide kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't want to straight up just be like, let's go out of here with a it's, sledgehammer. It's funny when you go to these and you know, you guys have been out there and you're going to be out there a lot doing these things as you go about these investigations, even if you are like, this is 100% not true or true or whatever. I, it just, it doesn't matter. Like when we were doing a, a, an investigation on a haunted hotel one time and just everything we did, we talked, investigated people, you know, nope, it's nothing here. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. Then I go to my room to sleep for the night and I'm like, <laughs> what was that? Whoa. You know, cause you're like on high alert. And yeah. so it's always interesting how your mind can make you not even play tricks per se, but just make you go, Hmm. Like, should I, you know, I don't care how much you don't believe in something when you're by yourself, 
Yeah. That might be true. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just stay awake a little bit longer. Right, right. <laughs> well, it just makes you question everything. So yeah. I, I completely get it. You get it in your head, and, and every little sound could be a monster, could be a ghost, you know, whatever the situation is. I, I completely understand. That's just my stomach. I'm fat, you know, but that's fine. <laughs> that's okay. So you guys are doing a Kickstarter. That's that's that's, that's right. the big plan, huh? So yeah. tell us about it. So the, the Kickstarter uh, released on March 10th. Um, so it's very fresh. And, certified fresh <laughs> so fresh and um yeah we we are basically seeking a, a budget of 20,000 mm-hmm. uh, to make this happen and we've got That's a couple all? stretch goals. I'll just cut you a check okay I mean, <laughs> this is a we're 51 man. we got coffers <laughs> it makes our job easy <laughs> no sorry go ahead see 20,000 which is uh, shoestring uh, to oh, be yeah. something so like this it, it, it is it sounds like a lot it is a lot but uh, <laughs> At the same time, like Derek's done this kind of stuff before, mm-hmm. he can tell you like how <laughs> how much we'll have to like stretch uh, the old coin purse out. This is not going to be a glamorous shoot. I can promise you that much. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to be eating peanut butter and jelly and that kind of thing. But uh, we're, we're trying to do it for as cheap as possible and still make a, a great product. So yeah. we think that's the golden number for us. Which, unfortunately, or fortunately, however you look at it, four or five thousand of that. Just goes to David's mustache wax. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it stuff melts in the heat. We're in the <laughs> desert. <laughs> it's 120 degrees out there. So there. how 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 long are you? Are, I mean, well, you're looking at like a couple hour documentary, or is this a one part? It is a one part that you're you're yeah. going to shoot. I think it's uh, feature length. I think we're going to shoot for about an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then if we hit stretch goals, we've got a couple of ideas for some featurettes. Yeah. Yeah, there's some treasures and, and some lost uh, – I don't want to get into it too far, but there's some lost uh, ships, let's call it yeah. that, artifacts in the, in the yeah. desert that we could explore uh, if, if we're given the extra funds. Everyone wants the balloons. I just wanted to say the balloons. <laughs> I, like, I like to work that into any show. Balloons? I love balloons. Yeah. Double balloons. Double balloons. <laughs> 99 black balloons. I know you, you probably don't know all of your, your, your tiers and stuff, but are, you got any fun ones or any rewards you can think off the top of your head that's going to be available? Like, spend this much and you get to be an executive producer and I'll put your name on IMDb and stuff like that. And a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually one of them. <laughs> You've been reading. Yeah, that that's one. I think we've got one that's kind of like a desert uh, desert desert gear that you can have if you, you know, want to go out and in search of this on your own, which is going to include a canteen and like bandana stuff that we're going to hopefully get the logo on. Yeah. For the, for desert the, uh, gear, and stuff. basically. Stuff to keep you alive when you're yeah, out there looking yeah, for right. the same man. That is usually a good thing to have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It increases your odds. Let's put so it that way. That's the tip that goes with you no matter where you go. Yeah. Try to stay alive. Gift that keeps on giving <laughs> uh, until it runs out. And then uh, Derek's going to make a um, uh, cure. Well, I, I say Derek like he's – I'm going to help him too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Derek's going to do all the work. I'm just going to – You can do it. Twiddle my – It's all uh, on me. <laughs> um, he's. Uh, we, we're going to put together this uh, box of goodies basically mm-hmm. um, that's going to have, you know – all kinds of swag and merch and uh, little things from the desert. One of the uh, uh, my fans suggested we do like a vial of sand. Yeah, uh, that would be literally. I, I know you can't see this, David, but I know you can't see this, Derek. But David up here in the corner, which you can't really see, I have vials all up there of people have sent to us. One of them's Bigfoot hair. 
I think I got that from you, Derek, in one I of your you uh, probably did <laughs> uh, one of the uh, the cryptic trades. But yeah, people send us sand, sand from like dirt from Jerusalem, sand wow. from like these. Hon- it's kind of fun to have. It's kind of cool. It really for, is. They all yeah, fall over. Awesome. So I need to get like a like a. I need to get like one of those um you know beaker st- holder beaker holders. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that that maybe that's something we think about, Derek. Uh, speaking of wood. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, just literally a little like, piece of wood that you know they have a little display sand, case. Yeah, they have those uh, sand cave or I'm sorry, mud caves out there. Yeah, you know, here's a vial full of mud, well, or, well hardened mud <laughs> from uh, from one of those. Yeah, caves. So that's uh, that's one of the tiers that you can get. Uh, of course, we do have you know if you. Uh, want to get your name in the credits if you um, want to be an executive producer kind of thing. Uh, what else, Derek? What else are, am I missing? Well, I, th- I think my favorite tier is the very first one, which is David and I are going to do an exclusive podcast about the making of this documentary. And I don't know what the level is. It's super cheap. Ten, I think. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, something like ten bucks. For ten bucks, you can get – there's going to be like 20 episodes, 15 episodes of this exclusive podcast that going to be a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, a lot of information that we don't have time to share in the documentary. So if this is something that interests you, that's definitely a level you're going you're gonna to yeah. want to get in on. That's awesome. I think that's the important part when you do these things is you guys have a fan base. You have people that follow you, you know, week after week, a month after month, and year after year now. And it's awesome for them to be able to be a part of this Absolutely. in one way or another to have a hand in it, to be able to, to watch it unfold. And then at the end of the day, have that finished product. I, I think that's why, um, Kickstarter is such a fantastic thing is it makes these things tangible. Mm-hmm. And then you're not waiting on, the approval of a studio or something like that. You can have people like you, you guys yourselves that go out and do this on your own. Well, the even better part of this is Kickstarter gives us the freedom to make the project we want to make as opposed to a producer, you know, telling us exactly Exactly. what they want their money to go toward and, and all this other stuff. So we get to make the vision that we have, which we think people are really going to enjoy. I mean, they like our shows, so why wouldn't they like the extension of that? Mm -hmm. So uh, it's pretty exciting for us. Side note, I'm editing this out because they're humans and they fucking suck. So, but yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) But absolutely, absolutely. And it is, it is so fun to see people and so fun to see like this, like you guys, people I know that are going and you're making your own uh, documentary. Yeah. Like last (laughs) two years ago, I went to Casey Paracon and I watched Spook Likes documentary, which was made by Josh Hurd. Another oh, yeah. he he hosts the Ectoplasm show, you know, and it was fantastic. I went and watched the uh, the premiere of that, and he does a lot of touring, going to um, uh, different movie, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? What are they premieres? Enter um, into a not a film festival. festival. The enters in different film festivals and mm-hmm. documentary mm-hmm. festivals and stuff. And then a lot of times it's just to, so you can view it. But that's great. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Well, you know, you go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, you go. Oh, I'm going to change the subject. Okay. (laughs) Uh, You mentioned ghost lights, and there's a phenomenon going on here at Anza Borrego that I feel like we should probably mention on here. And this is one of the things that really drew me into the park. Um, There's a series of ghost lights that have been reported there for the last 170 years, something like that. And well before cars, well before even the stage line went through there. And the strange thing about these ghost lights is the the largest wooden trestle in the United States is actually found in Anza Borrego. This thing is massive. It's called the Goat Canyon Trestle. Wow. And a, in, I want to say 1975, a train conductor was coming through there about to tr- uh, cross over the trestle, and he saw the ghost light. And he thought it was an oncoming train, hit the brake, derailed the train, killed the brakeman. 
And there's still a couple of uh, trains actually derailed at the bottom of, of the trestle. Wow. You can still yeah. see them down there. So there's st- tangible stuff like that that we can actually get in and research this and get some names and get some dates, police reports, that kind of thing. Get some information on some of these uh, reported sightings and encounters and kind of get to the bottom of it. But you said ghost light, and that's definitely a story I wanted to bring up because it, to this day, you can still go there and supposedly see this on certain nights. It's like a, a fireball shape. It's strange compared to the other ghost lights. It actually shoots up into the air like a fireball there are very interesting on you can go to youtube and find of of different like researchers that went out and filmed these things that they can't explain now some things you know ball lightning or heat you know uh, um, gases escaping that are igniting into the atmosphere things like that ion charges and stuff but sometimes they can't exactly explain them and that is just fantastic and fascinating it's just fascinating to hear things like that especially someone for it to have been confused with an oncoming train, it, it killed him, yeah. you know, or it killed the brakeman. You know, that's that's crazy. Yeah, it it affects it affects people. And that's that's one step above just a story, just what you mm-hmm. you know hear with some of these things. Um, and then there there are all kinds of stories uh, about this Sandman or or maybe this type of Sasquatch that lives out there, dating back to. Um, just basically the wild west right. you know leaving native american states. times there was yeah. legends yeah. of them living in the mountains hundreds of years ago in fact the the very first european to set foot in california heard stories of these things and i, and I don't have the name in front of me unfortunately but he was a uh a, a clergyman with a catholic church i believe and he went and started all these missions throughout California, and every group of of natives that he ran into had these same stories of these devils. Watch out for the Sandman! The <laughs> oh, they're just playing with you. You know, it's so funny. You hear like these. There's so many stories like that where it's something that you've heard of, and they go and they talk to the native people, and like, oh yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. that's this or that or the other. We've known yeah, about that just forever. Leave them alone; they'll leave you alone. Yeah, kind of. Thing. Yeah. Kind of like the you know the uh, the Yeti, you know, mm-hmm. and and the the people of Nepal. Or like uh, Pukwudgies in the Northeast, you know. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind, what kind of time frame, at? You know, when do you think that this could be uh, – when are you planning on going? Because you've already said you're going out there for a few weeks. Yeah. And then when can we look forward to this coming to fruition? So the, the Kickstarter, let's start with that. The, the mm-hmm. Kickstarter is a very limited time, and it's all or nothing. So either we, we right, get the funding right. or we're not making this thing. Um so that runs for four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't don't delay, uh, dear listener. Jump on this if you mm-hmm. uh, if you're hearing this. Jump on it. <laughs> uh, and then you know it, if we get funded, hopefully you know we I guess set out the the schedule for filming in the desert in the summer. So <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do our best to try to avoid shooting in the direct heat, though. Do you guys yeah. want to leave a, a note here for your loved ones when they find your corpse or anything like that? Okay. It'll be included in the Kickstarter tier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'll be bonus footage. Our last our last words. We hit 25,000. It's an open casket. So, uh... <laughs> Just yeah. mummified. Might, might smell a little bit like bacon. <laughs> but um, so we're going to, you know, probably shoot for two, three months, I would say, just on and off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when we, yeah. When we can, you know, we still got to do our do our thing with the shows and stuff. But um, 
and then I, you know, I, I don't know. Derek probably has a better idea of the timing of when all that could be put, put together and come out. Yeah. The post process on this could take a while because, you know, this is stuff we're, we're kind of doing this as a passion project. We're not trying to make money off this or anything like that. So, uh, it, it may take a while for our editor to get everything put together, but I, I would imagine around this time next year, we might have something released sometime in 2021, I would say. Yeah. Probably second quarter 2021 or something like that. Maybe. Something I, I'm terrified to put a date on it because yeah. the way these things go, you something goes June wrong. 3rd, or, or, or June 3rd, you know, 2021. He just said it. <laughs> Maybe we end up finding one and we need more time to shoot. I, I don't yeah, know. That's, so. true. that's true. Hopefully this time next year, he's in studio with us going, <laughs> I am here. You know, we've taught him to talk and it's been a, it's been a, a really crazy 12 months for us. Isn't yeah. that right? We know what, I mean, and can you turn you the heat him? up in here a little bit? He's, he's a little uncomfortable. <laughs> I think they made a documentary about this. What was it called? Um, Encino Man, I think. <laughs> they, was, they found. There was a, or uh, you ever see Big Man on campus? Yeah. Like the hunchback uh, of Notre Dame, but he's like in college. <laughs> <laughs> they take him to a chicken place. They're like, you can have whatever you want. He's like, two lips and a face. <laughs> chicken lips. <laughs> uh, so that's my contribution. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it, it's. A feature-length thing, that's what we're shooting for, so it'll probably you know take a while. I think if we can swing it, Derek and I have talked about, I don't know if we've come to a consensus on it, but we've talked about having some, uh, maybe some animation or illustrations yeah. or something to help yeah. with the storytelling. Of course, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. So that well, would take time, too. If the video that you've you've shot for your Kickstarter is any... Yeah, what'd you think of that? It was fantastic, and it looked great. And Thanks. It's so crazy, not you know telling tales out of school, but how... Used to be if you wanted like a a shot with you know on a on an arm or you know shot down mm -hmm. whatever they call those you know from the crane it costs mm -hmm. a ton. Now you have these beautiful professional looking shots coming from a drone, yeah. you know, and, an, yeah. and a really nice camera. It just looked really well. It is professional and it looked really great. And I enjoyed I enjoyed a lot. And hopefully all of you guys. And if you go to the show notes here, we're gonna have links to all that. And we're gonna have links to. The, the Kickstarter, of course, and that is imperative because, like you said, it's only going on for four weeks. Yeah. It's only a month, and yeah. these guys are putting their heart and soul into this, and it is a, an incredibly expensive and time-consuming <laughs> endeavor, and this 20000 that they're asking for... I hope I'm not surprising you. It's not going to cover everything. So uh, you guys are going to be <laughs> out of pocket for yeah. quite a bit, and uh, if you guys need a loan, the juice starts running right away. I'll let you know. And uh, No. <laughs> <laughs> Think of this like a life preserver you throw to somebody who fell overboard. Yeah. You got to aim past yeah, the target. Yeah, don't hit him right in the head if at all <laughs> possible. You fall short. We we don't want to get stuck with nineteen grand and then be like, ah, oh, we're we drowned. Yeah, well, now what? <laughs> so yeah, go ahead. Aim for thirty. Aim for forty. We'll we'll. We'll do. We'll make it all drone shots, right? <laughs> well, that's the beauty of it. The more money we get, the better this thing's going to yeah. look. So, so if it's funded, by all means, continue pumping money to us, and we're going to make maybe a sequel, or who knows? We'll, we'll exactly. put something out for you guys. Yeah. Sandman two, yeah. Return to yeah. <laughs> we, well, we said we said electric Baregalu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wished we hadn't said that, but we did. Yeah, that's that's uh, well, that's now in the in the universe, so that can't be taken back. <laughs> 
Again, tell everyone outside of this, you guys still do your shows. Where can they find your guys' shows in the meantime to kind of get a, a better uh, understanding of what you guys do? Because you guys have very different shows from one another, but also very different shows from the run-of-the-mill uh, uh, Paranormal and 14 shows that are out there. It's true. It's true. Um, you can find all mine at blurryphotos.org, uh, and any podcatcher should be on there. Uh, I've been running, gosh, I've got over 200 and... 40 some odd episodes right now and that doesn't include like the extra stuff that i've done uh and for my part i just take you know super deep dive into research and try to pick apart every story after telling the good juicy stuff Mm -hmm. of of each story and each topic and um it's uh it's i try to aim for high production quality and uh high research and information uh, for you. Yeah. It's, you know, we've talked about, you're like this, uh, it's not too long ago. You're like, I'm three books into this. It's killing me. You know what I mean? Even <laughs> yeah. like with, barely put pen to paper. Yeah. 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 It's, it is. It's, it's funny. It's happening right now. Actually, Brent. I, I, I tell people all the time, you know, you go to school and you're like, Oh my gosh, I got to write a book report or whatever. I do a book report a week. Yeah. And I do way more research than I ever did in school. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. I, I feel like I'm writing a thesis every month. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's crazy. But it's, uh, you know, it's fun. I enjoy it and I enjoy sharing the knowledge uh, with it. Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, That's on brand for us. I, that, I I just thought romance languages yeah. was the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it, so... It's very high on pronunciation, too, so <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> In that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's it, they design it for long-term retention, you know. It, and, yeah. Uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do, and then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by extras for 30 years, and there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm-hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused. Or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use and we have, both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term and uh, it's something that uh, it works, you know, and we don't, yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this. And this is, this is the one that we've chosen and we love it. So all you guys got to do, don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times. And it's always now, right now, get now. started. For Larry, limited time, his Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? 
Rachete, you're 50% off. (laughs) Rachete. (laughs) Redeem it. 50% off. RosettaStone.com slash today. Do it. Today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan... We thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan, for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Everybody. What about Monsters Among Us? Well, I don't have that problem. Uh, I don't <laughs> research any... No, I'm um, mine's, mine's all content is all, uh, submitted by the listener themselves. You know, I have a hotline. It's a voicemail hotline. So people call in and share their story. I don't interview them. I don't ask them questions. They tell their story in their own words. And then afterwards I'll talk about it. I'll compare it to past cases. I'll compare it to historical cases, uh, a little bit of research. I certainly don't dive in the way you guys do, but, uh, if you're looking for, you know, just the bare minimum of the lizard man or Pukwudgie or whatever, then, then my show's the one for you. Uh, on top of that, but you get all kinds of crazy stories i'm telling you these things are, are insane well and it's interesting you and i have talked and, and one of the the really interesting things that you've found is you'll be, get people calling in you haven't played their their voicemails you haven't talked about the things and you'll have people from similar areas or further apart telling you the same stories not the same story but like you obviously they're talking about a phenomenon that is is similar or uh can be attributed to one another that's fascinating I think I've used that word like six times. So that's fandangus. I don't know. I just made a new word up. <laughs> well, the the crazy thing about it is is that that happens all the time. And, and one of the examples I could think of is around uh, southern Illinois, southern Indiana, that that area. There's these white uh, humanoid creatures that keep being reported. Uh, I probably had six calls over the past six months uh, uh, from that general area. And these are all, as far as I can tell, completely different people. They don't know each other, different phone numbers these these calls come from. But they all seem to describe this five, six-foot-tall, gangly, white, humanoid creature. And I guess these things are called crawlers or pale crawlers. They're a very unknown cryptid. That's just meth Mike, and uh, he lives out of the woods. <laughs> And you just come back to town to get some more anhydrous. <laughs> just headed to the dollar store, huh? <laughs> no, but that's that's really crazy. Like when you see that, like how long does it take 
well, I mean, this is a, you know, you can't really answer this, but before you go, like, something's really going on here, mm-hmm. you know, or how long does it take before uh, that or it gets debunked as someone is. What's the tipping point r- of right. you know, whether this is real phenomena? Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's weird. It, it, it's a judgment call, really. I, I have no idea. Um, there's no way for me to prove that any of these are even real. So to really put a lot of cloud into it, it it's difficult. Well, but. And I don't, I don't, I don't expect you to. I'm just in my own mind. It's just, it's interesting how you might be really the, the jumping off point to finding. Oh, it doesn't take long. If I get three calls from the same area within a year that describe the same thing, then I'm immediately interested. There's yeah. obviously something going on there. Even if it's a, a hoax of some sort that somebody's perpetrating, there's something going on that I'd like to get to the bottom of. Unfortunately, I can't drive around everywhere and check all these We're out. Right. So. <laughs> you need to have an interactive, like one of those maps where every time you get a call, you can put a little pin there. And here's like a two little. Don't you like how I'm just volunteering you for work? <laughs> like, I get so much free time, Brent. I'll yeah, just hop right on go that Go ahead one. and do this and pay for it because I'm sure those things are free. And uh, that'd be great. And then I will enjoy it. So I send the bill to Hysteria 51. Yeah. Is it Hysteria 52. <laughs> they're, okay. they're very nice people over there. <laughs> You know, you know what's funny is that with the technology as advanced as it is, uh, Google Maps has a feature where you can create mm-hmm. your map and and stick the pins in there. And Derek and I have done that for Anza Borrego. Yeah. And Derek, I don't know. Do you have any clue how many pins are in that thing? Uh, close to a hundred, I'd say. And we're, we're just scratch. We haven't even got our feet on the ground, really. This is yeah. just stuff we found online. Really. That's great when you're you're not going to run out of things to look into. You're going to run out of oh, time, which you know. is a, a good thing in and of itself is because you're not going to be like, well, we're three days into our first week and I'm bored. No. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, the the hard part about it is that we found when we went out there. Uh, what was it? October? I think we went out there. Maybe. Yeah, it was early October. We we found that from one thing to another. It was like an hour's drive. Yeah. And, and this is through, you know, canyons and desert. And, and then we got out, started poking around and stuff. And then three hours later, you know, we're driving to the next thing. And then three hours later, we're both like just heat stroked to no yeah, end, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. It definitely happened to both of us. In fact, if as you watch the video on Kickstarter, uh, I don't know, David, you want me to share the story? Sure, yeah, please. <laughs> as, so at the end, we're, we're around the campfire kind of talking about the, the Kickstarter campaign and, you know, the normal stuff. And we're both losing it. I, I feel sick as hell. I'm dizzy. Yeah, I'm nauseous. I could barely stand it. upright. Oh, boy. And I'm just trying to play it cool. I'm like, I'll just get through these lines and, and I'll just lay down on my tent for 20 minutes or whatever. And I look over. David doesn't look any better. I'm and what it turned so, out yeah, is a thousand yard stare. Yeah. Just, we'd just been out in the sun for so long <laughs> that we had to have had heat stroke or something. There was something wrong. We both drank a gallon of water and laid by the campfire for about three hours. And the next wow. day we were OK. But yeah. it, it's scary. I mean, and we were prepared, too. Yeah. Meanwhile, Meth Mike's doing cartwheels, not understanding the damn thing, just running the camera and going yep. to town on it. Yep. <laughs> it's a hell of a cameraman. Uh, well, gentlemen, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I'm actually looking really forward to this and also just watching this process as it goes along. And I will be, um, I don't know, I have to see what tier I want to be on. Which one says that I get to take over? Uh, oh, there's any, the, uh, <laughs> any of them. Take it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'm the guy Just with tell us what to do. Here. That's what I'm the guy who owns one share and shows up at the corporate meeting. I got to have a say here. <laughs> <laughs> the 
<laughs> Be careful what you wish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much, guys. Well, thank and you for having us. We, yeah. we appreciate yes. the opportunity to share this with well, you. And folks. like I said before, and I want to rep- you know, remind everyone, go to the show notes. There's going to be links. There's going to be links to their shows, to this and everything. And please... Please think about donating to this because this is what gets these grassroots. I love, them. <laughs> but really, like these these people that go out and make these passion projects, and it's not just the same thing that you see yeah. every week, week after week on History Channel or Travel Channel. And some of those are great, but uh, this is someone's actually vision of what they wanted to do. Yeah, tainted. Yes. That's such a good point. That's such a really good point. If, yeah. if people want to see things different than what you're getting on television. This is a way for you to uh, to make that happen and be part of it on top of it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, gentlemen, with that said, I've been Brent. I've been David. I've been Derek. And Conspiracy Bot's not here. It's wonderful. <laughs> That's why we got so much done. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite, join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth hand joint. ACAST powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. Hello, everyone. I'm Danny Pellegrino. I'm Jenna Brister. And we are back for season two of a very merry, iconic podcast. We're going to be diving into your favorite holiday movies, recapping them, and going on a few tangents. Yes, and it's the end of the world as we know it. So why not close out 2020 with a bunch of episodes of Holiday Recap with us? So we hope mm-hmm. everyone grabs a cup of eggnog. And a fistful of candy. Cook that bird in Doritos. the Doritos. We don't care what you're into. Just join us. Grab your bed wine. Grab your couch cocoa. We're getting lit on the holiday movies. We'll be doing 10 recap episodes so subscribe to A Very Merry Iconic Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and find us on social media at A Very Merry Iconic Podcast on Instagram and we'll have all the updates there. A cash recommends.